0: Namaste. This is Maya Tuwari. For the past 35 years, since surviving ovarian cancer, I have been teaching the global work of health, healing, and self-peace. I am the founder of the nonprofit called Wiserd School of Ayurveda, the first of its kind in North America. I'm also the director of the Mother Om Mission, which brings free Ayurveda and yoga education to the at-risk communities in New York inner cities. I have been a featured speaker for the Parliament of the World's Religion and other major conferences globally. I promote the cultivation of inner harmony through the work of the Peace Mandela. Thank you for listening today. In this episode of Women's Power to Heal Mother Earth, I do send out a very special appeal to the 3.8 billion women of our world. I also invite the men to listen in. We can all build on the shaktified force of preserving Mother Earth. It does not need agenda. But the reason that I appeal to women and that I am sending out special appeals to those in the female divine feminine form is that we are so akin to Mother Nature and that our rites of passage have been so damaged, marginalized and berated for so many centuries that we need to take it back, take back our innate power, not the commercialized, driven, materialized power that has so subdued our own sense of maternalism but the true power that reside in each one of us, female and male, that understand that we are the children of Mother Earth and our loyalty is called upon today. Today I want to go back to the issues that I first started with in my podcast and that is let us examine what the major issues are in our planet today. They are as much physiological, emotional, as they are our spiritual largest that is being put upon. In the 1950s, and even before that in the time of World War I, we set our world and our world powers, so to speak, had set some striking milestones and a robust trend towards technology, which was supposed to have strengthened the world economy and it did enrich the top of the pyramid agglomerates. But we want to re-examine these large-scale production of chemical warfare, of the gases of nuclear weapon and the accompanying Nitrogens and damaging gases that have been broadcast upon our Earth since World War I. And may I remind us, as I have in previous episodes, that our world since then has not been without a war. What are the grave issues of our time? We can say it is poverty, it is a lack of food, It's a lack of organic food source. It is the tampering of Mother Earth. All of it is true. We are, at the time, in the greatest war we will ever have to face and intervene in, and that is the spiritual war against our nature. Our nature, Mother Nature. I would cite as one of the first Impediments and problems that we must address is the emerging technologies and the global catastrophic risk it bears, technologies such as 5G. New transformative technologies may promise us a radically better future, but it does not give us any promise, nor can it withhold any promise To the ecology of our earth nor can it assure us that it will not tamper with the sentiency of our populations we are heading into the future of technology that has very little safety monitoring not only does it pose catastrophic risk to our earth, to our environment, to the ecology of our nature, but more importantly or as importantly, it includes the dehumanization of the human beings, a critical, alarming trend that has been progressively gaining its foothold. With modern medical technology, for instance, we are already experiencing the trends of premature senescence in our present culture of the human health. Whether or not this simply is the ruinous results of individuals and conglomerates that seek mega-profits through the technological advancements, or whether it comes from the more pernicious act of dehumanizing the population to gain complete control of human behavior, I shall not speak to this at this time. It is clear that at the very present time, we must demand a solution, a body of humane ecological scientists within the science, that, by the way, has no option to profit from its decision, must be called upon to order to sternly monitor and mitigate these technologies coming up every day based on their impact to Mother Nature, to the human population, and to the ecology of all living species on the earth. This is a very pressing issue. Tandem to it is the strengthening and building of what we call artificial intelligence. This began, of course, as a product of war as well. Around the 1800, civilization went through one of its most profound changes in human history due to the Industrial Revolution. That the agricultural revolution had upended human lives 12,000 years earlier as well. This is no coincidence that these timing of agricultural revolution also coincide with the timing of technological and warfare, chemical warfare uh, extensions and, and, and processes that are inimical to nature herself, meaning to each one of us. From Stephen Hawking to Stuart Russell, a growing number of scientists believe that the Third Revolution will surely occur in this 21st century. Through the invention of machines with intelligence, which they are claiming far surpasses our own. Well, here again, the Vedas, the Vedic seers, the rishis of such ancient time, the ancient land of Bharat of India, where they belong, have informed us of these threats and poses, that the threats that are posed toward the basic intuitive intelligence called the buddhi or the greater mind of our human population. The Vedas predicted as much. They forewarned us. Other native traditions have been forewarned as well. That nothing, nothing on earth exceeds human human intelligence, the intelligence and the collective intelligence of our humanity. That this is a natural born wisdom, intelligence, that each one of us hold, regardless of our academic education. Sometimes that impacted adversely as well. The only way that artificial mechanized intelligence can outwit the intelligence of the human person is if we set out to tamper with the human ability itself with its own natural intelligent function. And therein lies, rife with the rub, the riddle, and the rubble. What I am trying to say here is that no artificial intelligence will ever outdo that of human innate intelligence, although it will create a very chaotic, uncontrollable environment, I am sure of that. But in tampering with the human ability to its own intelligence which is has been on the purview of the world screen for some time for all to see those with eyes those with vision can see this unless we tamper with dehumanizing the human intelligence downgrading it to where it can easily be controlled we can never have artificial intelligence outwit that awareness, the human awareness. Nothing can replicate it just like you and the GMOs cannot replicate the good seed of Mother Earth. They can use the good seed and they can tamper with it and they can add to it. They can subtract from it. They can do all of the peace examinations and recompilations with it, but they can never create the good seed the seed of mother earth so too we cannot create the human awareness no matter how much we dumb down humanity and its ability to think for itself its ability to be aware its ability to intuit its ability to know and that is where we must concentrate on not having that happen to the world at large More than a hundred years ago, the founder of Biodynamic Approach to Agriculture, Rudolf Steiner, a highly trained scientist of his time, who later in his life came to prominence for his scientific approach to knowledge called Anthroposophy, a spiritual bent. But what is spiritual? Spiritual means the preservation of life in accord with the natural laws of nature. That's all. That's what it means. Here is what Steiner had to say so long ago. In the future, we will eliminate the soul with medicine. Under the pretext of a healthy point of view, there will be a vaccine by which the human body will be treated as soon as possible directly at birth so that the human being cannot develop the thought of existence of the soul and spirit. To the materialistic doctors will be entrusted the task of removing the soul of humanity. As today, people are vaccinated against this disease or that disease, so in the future, children will be vaccinated with a substance that can be produced precisely in a way that people, thanks to the vaccination, will be immune to being subjected to the so-called, quote, madness of spiritual life. And he goes on. He was not the only one to understand the vision of the future. The rishis, the great Vedic seers, did precisely so. And what are we looking at as solutions? The solutions to our global issues of technology and artificial intelligence, poverty and the lack of organic lands, and the totally desecration desiccation of our mother nature, of our natural laws, have to be addressed. They have to be addressed at the global level. They have to be addressed that include the in a way that is inclusive, that includes all of humanity. Right now we have so much that's going on in my industry of holistic health, in the new age industry of philosophies, of diagnostics and theists, both. But have we come up with a solution that can address our massive world the greater numbers of our population. Doctors trading in their medical, whatever they have learned in their medical allopathic cultures, to selling holistic medicines at an enormous price will not be the solution to our population. No remedy can holistic or otherwise solve our problems. I've been saying this in the work of Wiser Ayurveda, in what I call inner medicine, healing. Oh, for the last almost four, cent- four decades now, felt like four centuries. The medical profession gaining its affluence and its confidence through commercialization, materialization of, of a false set of fruits that we've been broadcasting for centuries on end that have given them that power and authority now shifting over to the profitability of yet another arena, which is the so-called holistic arena, is certainly not our answer. There are many good people that have been trained in the simplicity of Mother Earth with solutions that are simple and that appeal to the 90% of our world population. Those are the solutions we must go after. From the West we have bred New Age philosophers, agnostics and philosophies that reconstitute ancient wisdom and delivers it to you at 500 US dollars per hour. This appeal to the privileged population, let us say 10% of the world population is affected by these new age set of of reconstituted wisdom, and that is about 740 million people, it's still a large sum of people, but that is the privileged 2% of our economic society. And from the East, New Age theists and believers, the gurus, who may wear a thousand US dollar pashmin shawls and eloquently relate to you a commercialized version of Vedic wisdom or Eastern wisdom. Which percentage of the population do they serve? The same 10% of the world population, Approximately 740 million people, the same number who, of people that have access to clean environment and organic foods. But who serves the remaining 90%? 7.2 billion people on our earth who can't afford and have no access to these Privileged wellness programs, organic foods, or these elitist elitist services. The same 90% of the world population that holds less than 2% of our global wealth. And so it is time that we ponder on the issues at hand and how we are going to formulate through our own individual awareness and understanding of our issues to such an extent we do not need to even be high school graduates to understand what I'm talking about. We simply need 90% of those of us who are part of the 2% of the global wealth of this world. We need those people to come forward to be able to vote in the types of government that they need to work for them, not the history of what we have had that have been called governments or governance. There is a new model that has to be created, a model of governance, a model of oversight, a model of monitoring all that we call our futuristic and optimistic and wealth-generating technology, all that we call our intelligence. We must break down that pyramid, that top of that pyramid. It must be taken down because those are not the examples that we need to set for the world of goodness, for a sacred sense of self, for the spirituality of our Mother Earth, those are not the examples that we will go forward with. And so from the very core, those of us who can appeal to the mass population, we must do so. It is not the privileged elitist group that will ever help us to make this change. Have you noticed how much more income they're earning in these times of tragic pandemia, in this time of tragic issues facing our Mother Earth? Thank you for listening. Peace be your journey. Have a blessed day.